Welcome back to the Injury Prone Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Edwin Porras, Doctor of Physical Therapy, Medical Analyst at FantasyPoints.com. The Injury Prone Fantasy Football Podcast, the number one fantasy football podcast centered around injuries, hosted by the center of two Mexican immigrants who happens to be a physical therapist, number one on the charts, number one in your hearts. Gracias de nuevo por tus oídos. Today, I want to talk about, obviously, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, get a little bit into Daryl Henderson, and then at the end, we'll wrap up by chatting about Dalvin Cook and what his outlook will be. If you want the rest of these players, if you want to hear more about Miles Sanders, if you want to hear more about OBJ. If you want to hear more about any of those players, go to fantasypoints.com, go to the injury tab and go down to the week 13 injury report. This is just a teaser for you. So the first thing we want to discuss here is obviously Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray coming off of an ankle injury that initially started in week eight. It looked like a high ankle eversion type mechanism. It doesn't mean that it was the end of the world, but he's actually been back at practice for the last two weeks. So he's been limited all week and there is this shade of will he play, will he not? To me, it seems like he'll play. Uh, it seems like he's had enough time off. They've taken the conservative approach. And then there is the situation about the rain, about the weather conditions. It's going to be up in Chicago. That is a consideration to think about. However, it just doesn't seem like that's going to be something that should impact his availability. There are no studies showing that coaches and teams will sit players because of weather conditions. Uh, Chris Allen, who does a great job uh, with weather reports, hasn't said that there's anything that he thinks will impact their availability in terms of the weather, Kyler and, and, and Hopkins. So he should be good to go. His volatility is moderate at this point, given the fact that that weather is obviously is what it is. Um, the only time I'd probably fade Murray if he's active would be cash games. That's a high price tag for a dude coming off an ankle injury. But any any other place, you probably can't sit him. So make sure you watch those inactives. I think Murray goes, and he is moderately volatile. In terms of DeAndre Hopkins, he's coming off a hamstring strain um, that also has been nagging him for the last month or so, and he is going to return, even though he didn't practice yesterday. Uh, They call him a game-time decision. The thing we need to understand about DeAndre Hopkins, and I've talked about it on the show before, DeAndre Hopkins is always a game-time decision. DeAndre Hopkins has been game-time decision like five times since 2017, like six times, I don't know, and he always ends up playing. The only other time that it was an actual concern was because of this initial hamstring injury in the first place. So, re-injury is an issue with Hopkins. I'm not using him in cash, and I'm only using him sparingly uh, in other formats like uh, maybe the Millie Maker or something like that. I'm not trusting him to slam dunk, be back 100% and stay healthy. Uh, You do look at the 20 to 25% re-injury rate in terms of hamstring strains for Hopkins, but since they've taken their time after the injury, then you hope that that's not going to happen, but it is in the card. So I would actually label DeAndre Hopkins more volatile than Kyler Murray at this time. So Daryl Henderson is battling a thigh or quad issue. Initially, this was listed as a quadricep issue, and now it's actually listed as thigh. So it's really difficult to understand whether this is a quad strain or whether this is a thigh contusion bruise. In the grand scheme of things, it really matters because a strain, there's not a lot you could do for that. For example, like a Toradol shot isn't going to help that along for game day. Something like a deep bruise, a bone bruise at the knee uh, or the thigh, potentially that's something that the docs could look at and maybe use something to block that pain, which would lead him to be available. Now, that's not necessarily saying that I endorse that or anybody endorses that, but it's a possibility. Um, That's also not my expertise. That's out of my wheelhouse. So if I am talking out of turn there, um, then I'd have to curbside one of my uh, MD colleagues to chat about the possibility of that. 
So moral of the story here is we don't really know what's going on with Henderson. Because they listed his thigh, it makes me think as a medical provider, as a physical therapist, I automatically think thigh bruise, thigh contusion. When I hear quadricep, I think immediately muscular. When I think hamstring, I think muscular. Um, Oftentimes, unless the team is trying to be deceitful, which it doesn't seem like the Rams are in this instance, uh, they can say thigh when they mean, you know, hamstring, or they can say hip when they mean groin strain. I don't think that's what's going on here. So I do think Henderson goes because of the unknown and because of the lack of information we have, we have to automatically say he's moderately volatile. Sometimes dudes are volatile because of the data. Other times dudes are volatile because we just don't know. So if he's active, I'm pretty confident in starting him. I don't necessarily think he's going to be re-injured. And so you have to cross your fingers and hope that this limited practice from Friday means that he's going to be active for week 13. Let's talk about Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook suffered a shoulder dislocation and he's going to be out for the next two weeks at least, uh, according to reports. So this is not a shoulder separation. This is not what DeAndre Swift suffered. This is a shoulder dislocation of the glenohumeral joint. Essentially what happens is the ball that sits like a golf ball on a tee came out of place and they had to put it back. It's considerably painful. It's really uncomfortable. It's just the worst thing that you could experience. I've experienced this myself. So the Vikings are going to shut him down for the next two to three weeks. And I do want to get this across. This is his second dislocation since 2019 and his fourth since high school. This was on his left shoulder and the one in 2019 was also in his left shoulder. We are not aware and there are no reports that he had shoulder stabilization surgery uh, on the left shoulder. So this is a recurrence. This is not necessarily surprising, and I'm not taking a victory lap because I hate when this happens to players. This is the worst part of my job, but I did mention that in 2019, this was likely to happen. Not just possible, but likely. Based on all the numbers and based on the studies, one in particular that was done on NFL players, and it was by Okoroha and colleagues, and they looked at three NFL players who had had a shoulder instability event, which is this specific injury that Dalvin Cook had. What they found was pretty jarring. They found that players who had surgery still had a recurrence at 26%. For reference, a hamstring strain recurrence is about 20 to 25%. What they found was that the players who didn't have surgery to stabilize the shoulder, their recurrence rate was 55%. That p-value is mighty minuscule, 0.021. It also took much longer for the surgical group to re-dislocate again about 15 weeks than it did for the non-surgical group, which was about three weeks. They just re-dislocated in about three weeks. So what does all this mean? For one, it means every time Dalvin Cook dislocates or re-dislocates this left shoulder, the damage is worse. The damage is objectively worsened. Every time he re-dislocates, the chances of him having surgery just so that it stays in go up. The chances of him re-dislocating this season, again in 2021, if he comes back, are high. The chances of him re-dislocating without surgery in 2022 are high, about 55%, like we just read. So this is an issue that could extend into Dalvin Cook's 2022, 2023, potentially, depending on when or if this gets worse. There's a small chance that he rehabs, he plays another two years, and he never sees this issue crop up again without surgery. But that's the least likely scenario at this point. Statistically, Dalvin Cook having another instability event, a re-dislocation, the chances of that are relatively high. 
So what that means is that you really got to cuff. It's cuffing season. This is cuffing season. You have to have Alexander Madison. You have to have another high quality handcuff. And in terms of dynasty, if you're in win now, Dalvin Cook might not be your guy. Dalvin Cook might be someone for a roster who is maybe just trying to stay afloat. Maybe just trying to trade for a draft pick here or there. In Dynasty, Dalvin Cook is a high-risk, high-reward player because of his talent. But there's a chance that his talent won't even be on the field if he redislocates his shoulder again. So that's it. Good luck in Week 13. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at FBInjuryDoc if you want the rest of the injury report where I talk about Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, OBJ, and a bunch of other players. Go to FantasyPoints.com and the Injury tab. That's where the comprehensive Week 13 injury report is. Good luck this week.